Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Elder Scrolls Legends podcast. Your source for the thoughts and views of the top players and content creators. Here is your host, Jim Class Hero. And hello, everyone. This is Jim Class Hero, and this is, I believe, the 22nd episode of the Elder Scrolls Legends podcast. Joining me today are two members of the Game Weaver Sensei fam, Sensei Romanesque and FKI Shadow. Uh, today we'll be discussing coaching. As uh, there's a lot of you know uh, thoughts on coaching, I'd like to kind of see what the top coaches are. So let's look the big question. I think that was well. Actually, let me introduce. That should probably be a little nicer. So first up, Romanesque. You all know this guy. He's almost as good as me, and. Um, <sighs> Well, Ness, how's it going today, buddy? I know you're exhausted. Uh, I'm not exhausted. I, I'm, I'm in a great mood. Uh, I am definitely not forced to be here right now, and I'm very <laughs> glad to see all of you. I'm definitely not forced to be here. I like it. And FKI Shadow, how's it going, brother? Uh, really good, really good. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's see. I guess the big question, well, let's keep this like an open discussion. I guess like if you notice the official post when you guys mentioned the partnership, a lot of people felt coaching was kind of a scam and it wasn't worth paying for. So I guess, let's see, how would you refute that point? Mm, shall I go first? <laughs> yeah, you shall. Go ahead. Um, I think coaching uh, scam, okay, that's, that's actually something we hear. Um, honestly, I think the best way to describe coaching in esports is like, a lesson in chess or a lesson in, in, a, in a similar sport. Uh, I say chess because, in my opinion, games like Tesla, games like Hearthstone, the one that I'm coaching, are mind games, are games where you use your mind to win pretty much yeah. most of the time. Yeah, some, sometimes the card uh, win alone, but sometimes you have to use your mind. Uh, I think this is what people don't realize. It's, it's a one-on-one -on -one lesson, an, an hour with someone who is good experience at the game that will try to give you ideas, thoughts, and tips on how to actually get better. Uh, like, I think my uh, session is centralized uh, at that, and actually my whole idea is at the end of the sessions, like in the last 10 minutes, I give a homework, like a list of things the player needs to do in order to to get to the next level. Yeah, I say homework because I'm a math teacher, so <laughs> those oh, things. Really? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, before I switched to esports coaching, I was a math teacher here in Greece. That's awesome. So you definitely take some of that teaching background back with you, of course. Yeah, in my opinion, when they ask me, coaching is teaching. Um, there's not a big difference. You know, I, I find it the same. So yeah. Romanus, why isn't coaching a one big scam? Well, I have been a chess coach for most of my life. I've been coaching chess since, coaching chess since I was 13. Okay. Uh, it's 
something that's very normal to me. And it never occurred to me that people could think that coaching is a scam. But then again, you see, you see people in chat, like in Twitch chat, saying that buying packs is a scam. So I feel like the definition of scam is kind of a bit on the light side at this point, because a lot of people feel like just because they wouldn't pay for something, no one should pay for it. And this is very ridiculous, because uh, coaching is obviously you learn something and you get better at the game from it. And then people will say, yeah, but there's no competition. So what's the point? And the point is that some people enjoy getting better at things. And some people want to do very specific things. Like they want to play uh, theme decks or very weird things like uh, altar decks. And it's very hard to have success with these decks if you're not very experienced with them. So this is an an example of something you you could get coaching for and have some success with. It's really... Like, coaching is not, like, uh, paying to get better at the game. It's more like an hour of expanding your horizons of a game you enjoy. And it shouldn't be seen as a strictly competitive thing. I've seen a lot of people who are, at the end of the day, complete casuals get coaching just to just to feel like they understand the game better. And honestly, I have fun, and they have fun for that hour, and it's it's not like it's $80 an hour or something. It's For, for someone who has like a minimal budget for gaming, it can be part of their gaming expenses. It, it, it's, not, it's not something that no one should be paying for. Okay. All right, so here's the big one. I guess you might say this a lot. So why should I go pay for coaching if YouTube exists? YouTube. YouTube. Like, so I, uh, one big thing I hear is, why should someone pay for coaching if they can just watch a YouTube guide on the deck? Why should I well, pay you for like an altar deck explanation if I can just go on YouTube and watch someone? Good question, actually. Roman, uh, can I go? Uh, Jim, how does this work? <laughs> it's open, open discussion. You guys talk like, in any order. Like, I want to keep it kind of like fluid and fun. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, we missed that part, so let's just Start answering the questions, then. So you, 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 you can go first. Right. Okay. Um, this is a good question. I, I had that question. Uh, someone asked me in the past. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think you can be better at the game by watching YouTube clips, by researching alone. That's what I did, actually. Um, by watching streams. Um, sometimes I, I tell to my, to my students when they ask me, what do you do to get better? I'm like, I'm watching Colento, <laughs> and I'm getting a notepad. <laughs> Uh, Colento, for for someone for for those who don't know, is actually one of the best Hearthstone players, in in my opinion, of course. Or Pavel, uh, getting a notepad, I sit down, I write things that I find odd, and I try to explain why. I think what would help if I had someone, if I had actually Colento there to explain me why he did that, that would help. Um, the biggest thing is when you have a coach, he can answer whatever you want, whatever you need. At this point, you can ask, you can learn. Uh, you don't have to figure out alone. And sometimes figuring figuring stuff alone will, will lose you a lot of time, a lot of hours, a lot of research. And in some situations, unfortunately, you might get to the wrong point. You might get something completely wrong because it's, it's harder when you're alone. The second thing why I think coaching is better than YouTube videos, of course, the first is it saves time and time is money in, in a sense. The second thing is that if you get a good coach, a coach who has done this for a year, 
he will find your needs. Sometimes you have no idea what you lack. You can't Google it. You don't know what to search. You are stuck in a point where you know you're good, but you can't get to the next level. Like you're literally missing what's what's going on in your situation and what's your problems. A coach will find that. You know, we, we'll stick around for an hour, see what's happening and be like, okay, you have some theoretical problems or you have some technical stuff ordering, uh, you play too fast. A coach will figure out your needs eventually, which I think is the most important thing. There is also something that is not extremely uh, flattering to discuss, but watching someone on YouTube and trying to learn from them necessitates a very specific state of mind because it's very easy to say, oh, I would have seen that play. Oh, I would. he made a mistake. I wouldn't have made that mistake. And this is something you see in Twitch chat a lot. For example, if you make a mistake as a streamer, Twitch chat will be convinced that like they would have played better than you did. And... And this is something that can become a problem because if you have this, it's easy to have the state of mind. It's easy to feel like you could have seen that. But if you don't actually have someone watch you play at least one game, it's much, much, much harder to have the perspective on what you're doing wrong. And that is not because everyone is just self-indulgence. It's really that... It's a natural human state of mind to think that you're better than you are. And that's completely normal. And I think I'm better than I am. Like, I'm the best example of that. I think I'm way better than I am. And I think that's sometimes useful. And the downside is that I need people to watch people and tell me I suck. And this is why I hang out with Link. And then I can also tell him he sucks. Because no one is really, really that good. But the idea is that it's much, much easier to see what you do wrong when someone else tells you. And that's why every good player has practice partners. And when you try to get better at the game, having a practice partner that's just a friend can be very useful. The problem is, if you're at the same level, you can't point out mistakes to one another. That's the whole point of coaching in my eyes. Very true. I agree. I mean, the outside. Do you feel like do you guys feel like the outside view, like looking in, helps a lot? Well, it's just that someone has to tell you what you're doing wrong, and it's very often not you. Absolutely. That's a fair, that's a fair point. I know I get wrapped up in like the arrogance sometimes. So somebody goes actually, like drops <laughs> drops on the info. Okay, so. I'm glad that we got to kind of dispel some of the you know, comparison to Twitch or YouTube. So what are the top three things you think, I would say top three things you think coaching would like provide? Like you get, like what top three advantages does Game Sensei in particular offer versus just going to like, why should I go to Gamer Sensei versus just a player who says, hey, I coach for X amount of hours? X amount of uh, cash an hour, why go to an organization like Gamer Sensei? Um, okay, good point. Um, I think there are actually pretty good coaches outside of Gamer Sensei, and uh, I'm trying to recruit them to Gamer Sensei. So, no. 
of course, you can, you can find great coaches. Um, I'm pretty sure before I get in touch with you guys, you, you have this anyway. You, you could coach in a really good level. And uh, I think what Gamer Sensei offers to someone who, to the customer is first, is safety. I think we work a lot to get the right coaches. Of course, mistakes happen. I mean, it's it ha- mistake happens. That's all I'm gonna say. But we are trying a lot to to get the right coaches. Also, Gamer Sensei offers offers you a personalized coach. I mean, if you search specifically, if you ask the chat and you be like, okay, um, I want to learn Scout or I want to be prof- actually get get pro, get to the next level, uh, they will try to find you the right coach. For example, in Hearthstone, I mostly handle players that want to get pro, that are already legend and want to get to the next level. I would strongly suggest that if someone beginners comes to go to Asmodeus, another coach who is an amazing theoretical, amazing theoretical background. He has written the best Hearthstone guide, like 20, 100 pages about how to play the game, how to everything. Uh, he's better than me on that. And uh, if someone beginner comes, I would be like, no, book, go, go with Asmo. Like, he's amazing. So I think what, the, what, this, what Gamer Sensei provides is they will try to find you the best coach for your needs, pretty much, which is the big difference when you're searching alone online. You, you don't know, right? This is, this is what they think is the biggest thing. Roman, ask your thoughts on this. Well, uh, I would say that Gamer Sensei has obviously uh, up like advantages and disadvantages. For example, if you really want to get coaching from CVH, well, just talk to CVH and get coaching. It's something that you can do. Uh, if you want to get coaching for like the actual coaching experience and you plan on getting more of it. Gamer Sensei has some perks, I mean, uh, and you can get sometimes money off of things or upsides. It's more like the difference between going to eat at your friends and going to buy things at Walmarts. Uh, it's like a Walmart of coaches, which is, well, without the... Not a good example, because Walmart is not very well-liked, but... Um, Let's say Costco. Does, does Costco work? Do you like Costco, j Plus? <laughs> I guess Costco's not even Walmart in America, considered in America. So yeah, you, know. do, do you like Costco? We're we'll, we'll with that. Yeah, we like Costco. It's, it's kind of like going to Costco because wages, honestly, that, yeah. if you just want to buy one thing, it's not a big difference. But if you plan on buying multiple things, Costco has better deals than many other places, right? It, it might not have the brand you exactly want for that first thing you buy, but then. It has more stuff, and it's pretty reasonably cheap if you buy it in bulk. Uh, overall, I just think that at the end of the day, Gamers and Say is a portal that helps you get someone who can help you based on your needs. Uh, it doesn't necessarily make that much sense uh, if you already know who you want to be coached by, because then that's more of a personality thing, so that's perfectly fine, but if you... If you just want to get better at the game, then Gamer Sensei is a decent choice, I think. It's, well, it's better than any other company that does that. It might not be better than individuals, because as Farah said, there are good coaches outside of Gamer Sensei. Okay. I like the, definitely the, the solid, honest answer there. 
Alright, so I think we kind of dealt with the criticisms uh, enough here. So I guess the next question would be, how does, like, you mentioned personalized coach. How does that work? So I, let's say I wasn't a coach. I was just some guy who wanted some coaching. Like, I, what, what, what do you mean by <laughs> so like personalized coach? <laughs> um... So let's say you're, uh, the, uh, the example is you're a coach that wants to get on the site, or? Oh, uh, no, or I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm not a coach. I'm uh Yeah, no, that's not clear to class. It's not clear. All right, clear. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, let's say I'm a player. Let's say I just started this game. I was like, yo, I like this game. I'm getting tired. Let's say I was coming over from another, like, I want to play Elder Scrolls Legends, Hearthstone, whatever. And you met, and I see on the site it says personalized coach. Um, like how is the uh, how, like, how do you mm-hmm. pick how do, like how is how is the personalized coach selected for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, on the site right now there is um, there will be a thing soon. Uh, it used to have filtering, for example. Uh, if you are a scout main in Elder Scroll or a specific, you use specific decks or you want specifically arena or ladder, uh, then every coach has to, every coach in the site has to pick up his strong points and his weak points. For example, in Hearthstone, and I'm pretty sure in Tesla as well, there are players who play a lot of arena, while other players don't play that much. Uh, they couldn't coach that good. So in a sense, gamer sensei, if you want arena lesson, will get you a coach that really knows how to play arena. The personalized idea is what I say to every coach that comes to Gamer Sensei and does the onboarding with me, guys, in the first five minutes, you have to get background, you have to introduce yourself, make the student feel comfortable, that, that coaching is a two-way thing. He will learn, but you will learn as well. It's, it's an experience for both. Uh, make him feel that you aren't the, the amazing, great player that he can't uh, beat and stuff like that. It's, it's, still, it's still, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty confident that a lot of my students are, are right now better than me, and uh, I'm pretty confident for that. Uh, second, get try to understand what your student needs, what he wants. Does he want to have fun and just get better? Okay, try to make a more relaxed session. Does he want to be the best player in the world? I have, I have got that request. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then then structure the lesson in that way. Okay, if you want to be the best player in the world, we have to, you have to understand the game so deeply that it's, it's a part of your life, pretty much. It's, it's, some, it's a part of you. So then you change the whole lesson. Every student has actually a different lesson, depending on what he needs. Absolutely. So you just got tailored to each. I like that tailoring it. The specific person makes sense. And I guess Roman, ask your thoughts on this. Well, uh, obviously, obviously, from a coaching perspective, uh, when you talk to someone who wants to get coaching, it's extremely important that you know what they want to learn from that. Otherwise, coaching is not going to do anything significant for anyone. And this is something that a lot of people lose perspective of when watching something like a stream because a stream is not going to give you uh, exactly that. You know, you're not going to get what you need from a stream in terms of what you would specifically require to get better. A A lot of people will have similar goals, but very different, uh, I don't want to say problems, but uh, 
little things that they need to fix to get there. For example, there are people who have a good macro understanding of the game. And for example, they will make the good they will they will have the good plan, but they will have a lot of micro decision problems and they will often uh, miss in terms of a trading order or uh, just sequencing or things like this. And like those are things we can work on. And some people will have great micro and they will do great sequencing, but they will not understand that their decisions must change from matchup to matchup. And there's really nothing to do about these things except just try to fix it by looking at how they play and looking at what the problem is. And that's why, that's the whole point of coaching in the first place. It's you have to you have to look at what the student needs and that's something that the student can sometimes tell you and sometimes not. Yeah. I like that. I agree. Alright, so one interesting thing I've noticed regarding coaching myself is do you find yourself learning things about yourself, if that makes sense? Not like I've kind of when I started coaching, I learned that I suck at explaining things to an extent. Um, <laughs> I was like, hmm, well, today I learned I'm not the best at explaining my thought process. But it's really kind of funny. Why is it funny? It's funny because it's like, I kind of, been, through coaching, I've kind of improved. You know, like, I think I got, it's kind of weird. When you get better at explaining things, you actually get better at actually doing, if that makes sense. Like, it's this weird thing where, like, I never really, I guess I didn't put too much thought into, you know, all the things I was doing up until, well, I put thought into my plays, obviously, but, well, how do I explain this? It's kind of tricky, but it's worth it right now. I but, think... when, but breaking down your moves makes you kind of realize, because I know why to play the field lane, right? In Elder Scrolls Legends, most people are from here, from ESL, so they understand the field lane, but in case you're from somewhere else, uh, field and channel lane, break, like I always kind of say, you want to control the field lane and dictate trades. And then you get somebody goes, okay, so what's the difference? How do you dictate trades? And I explain, and then you have to break down how cover mechanics work. And cover's a mechanic I don't even think about unless like, I can't kill that creature yet without a spell. And then it kind of just, I think through coaching, your brain, I guess the outside looking in look really does give you a different perspective of, of the gameplay. Nice. I've noticed this, and I've coached uh, like high school and college wrestling. And I, again, coaching, especially someone who has a different style than you, I think, really opens your eyes. So when, you know, when you're doing a sport, you have your own style. You may have your own style of wrestling. Right? It's a one-on-one kind of sport. You have your own style and thought process. And then you have to potentially educate somebody on theirs. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, you, you have to like become a more well-rounded player, I want to say, I guess. That's what it helped me from. And your thoughts? I think actually you make an amazing point, and uh, I think from the moment I started coaching, I become a better player myself. Um, when you are improving and when you are trying to be better at something, no matter what, even if it's maths, if it's chess, if it's Tesla Harson, you actually try to find answers. You try to ask yourself, to ask around, 
to find information and answers. Sometimes some of the questions that your student asks, be like, okay, why I play that there? You're like, yeah, I know you should play it there, but I haven't done that research myself. And then you start to do it. You start to analyze, okay, why do I play that there? And suddenly you're improving. Uh, and I think the biggest thing that coaching gives in a, in a coach is that, like, some t- in order to explain something, you must deeply understand it. In order to play something and play it correctly, you don't have to deeply understand it. You have, you just have to know that's correct. But in order to explain it, that means, okay, you have to know why. This is a huge difference between playing something correctly and explaining a correct move. Absolutely. Okay, Romanas, have you learned anything from it all? Uh, okay, so this is going to not sound good, but I'm going to go. Uh, so basically, I would say that I'm a very specific kind of person. I don't do things if I don't have a reason to do them. Like, I, I just, I just refuse to do things like i just i just won't so when i play that's why when i play card games i i need a really good rationale to justify doing things and i insist on having it before even considering anything else and so okay how how did i put this in a way that doesn't sound bad what i would say is that I don't have, like, coaching is just mostly me trying to communicate the reasons I do things to people. And it doesn't really change my perspective on the game themselves, but it's true that it does. uh, I I do get better at coaching over time because it lets me get better at communicating, but it doesn't change my perspective of the game because that's pretty well established I would say I like I have very specific ideas about the game that don't really change a lot uh, but overall I would s- exactly so overall I would say that it's it's really communication it's like I, I feel like if you're coaching you should already have a good idea of why you do things not that you cannot change your mind, but I think you should have a good idea, and I think that what you should get get better at is trying to tailor that explanation to the person you're coaching, because different people have different ways of, of, of understanding things, and some people just need different comparisons or different ways of explaining. It's, uh, it, it's the one thing that's hardest about coaching, it's when the person doesn't understand the idea. I like that. Okay, so I guess the next question that would be ideal would be uh, <coughs> about this. Uh, what would you define your own style of coaching? So that me, I guess I'm. I about this. Your style, I guess. Hmm. I don't want to break it down to sports teams again, but you have, like, various kind of coaches. You have, like, the kind of, like, I don't want to go back to my own wrestling experience. I had my coach who was very 
analytical, you know, he kind of break down our moves, what we're doing wrong. And then we had a coach who tried to help refine, who tries, I guess, help you find your own way, if that makes sense. Like, try to help you discover you know, how you play. Mm-hmm. He said, Mike, you typically are, you know, I was like, look, like I use like, Indirect kind of guy. It's hard to explain because it's sports and esports, but basically I did a lot of misdirection, and he kind of helped me refine that. But the other coach would kind of break down. You know, you hesitate here, you do this, you overextend here, there. So how would you define your coaching styles? It's actually a pretty good question, and I think this exists in esports as well. Um, for example, in card games, I think my st- Style. What what I do best is uh, trying to make you think correctly, or at least give you the background, the ideas uh, behind the thought process. Um, as I say to my students, I don't care if you miss every move into the game. I just want you to think correctly. And if you get to the to the to the actually to the bad move after you you make actually before making a move in a card game you have a thought process you think you think you think and you decide if you miss the decision that's fine i want to you to think think correctly and it's okay if you miss every decision you, you have it's it's good eventually you will get there actually there are other coaches which have a lot of tournament experience and uh, uh a lot of uh practice hours in the game that are better on the last part, which is the decision-making. Uh, they can break you down why you should make that, and they know why. Uh, while for me, it's mostly getting there. It's mostly I, I, I draw you the path in order to try to find the right moves. I think there are actually a lot of different style of coaching, and that's my style. Okay, like it. And Roman asked, what would you say your style is? So I am someone who's very deeply obsessed with uh, reason. As, like, I think that's something that people know about me. I need things to make sense or I get angry. Uh, this is what happens when I'm streaming and something doesn't make sense. And, like, it, like basically, you can do whatever you want. I just need it to make some amount of sense. And what I, depending on obviously your current level, when we start the, what we're doing, it's really, really 95% trying to figure out how to make sense of your decisions. Because as you said, well, oh, I, I just made this field name. Why? And it's very important you understand why you're playing fielding. Otherwise, you can't get to the next level. It's it's that simple. And I prefer a completely wrong decision based on a sound thought process than the right play for the wrong reason because you have to be thinking long-term. Otherwise, you're overfitting to the current situation, right? Like, you're basically trying to solve the current game and not solving later games like you're not getting better for later if you're doing this you're just getting better for this exact game which is really not helpful and this is really where i think people miss a lot it's like they try to think in the context of this game this was right but they don't think enough of the big picture Uh, solving the symptom and not the cause right exactly 100 percent agree with that 
That actually is pretty key. You kind of explain, you, like, I think that's the thing, because sometimes I think we always say start field lane, start field lane, and then I tell a student, start shadow, and they go, why? Well, this is a red, aggressive red deck, bringing mana, they have chargers that can take out your creature, and you just have to do a further breakdown, and it's just, there are, there are rules, and then there are uh, exceptions to the rules, right? In certain scenarios, it might just be more beneficial to start Shadow. Most of the time, you want to start Field. But, you know, kind of example, like, and I learn how to break that down and then tell them, I guess, game sense, I guess, if you, I find them to be the hardest to teach. That's my opinion, like, kind of saying, because that kind of comes with, like, experience, right? Like, so I guess the next question is, what's the hardest aspect of coaching to you? For me, personally, it seems to be game sense, explaining, well, in these colors, you know he has no charge. In these colors, you know he has charge pretty early. You know he has it later. You know, and then it kind of explaining the typical meta decks, which may be a little harder on lower levels, explaining, well, if you, you, know, you may see some odds and, and choices in decks, and you're like, all right, well... <laughs> The typical standard deck this person is building towards would have this. So I'd say game sense, like knowing the colors, knowing the limitations of each class and their strength and their ins and outs, kind of detailing each of those. But what do you guys feel is the hardest part of coaching? I think that the example you gave is an example of something that you shouldn't necessarily be approaching with someone if they're beginners. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's very important for coaching to be, at least for learning, has to be sequential. And this is something that people who work in education like have to learn very early on. It's that you cannot teach people advanced uh, topics if they don't understand the basics very well. And this is why I'm so obsessed with understanding everything you do, because if you don't understand everything you do currently you can't understand new things because you can't apply them to the rationale you have for the thing you're doing right now. And if you don't understand everything you do, it leads to mistakes in the future. And overall, I would simply say that since it has to be so sequential, I don't think you have to understand the current meta decks very early in the game. I think you need to understand the micro decision process before talking about the macro. Otherwise, you just don't get anywhere with your macro decision because you're, if you're not trading correctly, what's the point in understanding your matchup? It's not going to win you the game against a real deck anyway. So it's very important to see when you have a student who's like starting out or legend player, what is the next step for them? Okay. I totally agree with Roman. And uh, I think the hardest part of a coaching session is yeah, to actually find, understand the level of your student and give him the right information. And uh, I have a story like from a month ago, uh, which which is actually proves that uh, a guy booked me for a lesson. And when we started, I saw him on the tutorial of Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately assumed he's a beginner and uh, yeah, he pretty much doesn't know anything. Ten minutes to the lesson, he, to- he tells me, Oh, well, this is pretty pretty basic, uh, and uh, I was um, a Magic the Gathering pro. 
and I immediately felt stupid. I was analyzing stuff like tempo and mana to a guy who was Magic the Gathering Pro <laughs> and was, was just su- switching yeah. to Hearthstone. I missed, I missed a key question, like, what is your background in other card games? I don't know. I immediately assumed he's a, a total beginner because I saw the tutorial. And I, for, for, for the first 15 minutes, I actually did a bad lesson. Uh, I felt so bad that they gave him an hour, and not an hour, but they gave him like an extra 40 minutes for free because I felt bad. I was like, okay, sorry, <laughs> like sorry for the first 15 minutes. I, my bad that I assumed you're a total beginner in card games. And this can't happen. It can't happen to, to give completely wrong information. And it can go the other way, like extremely advanced information to a guy who doesn't understand tempo. Uh, it can happen both ways. Yeah, exactly. And this is like, obviously, you, you, you always can make mistakes in terms of attributing player level. And it's hard sometimes to know the player the level of someone. And it's also hard to exactly tell what is the next level for them. Because if someone is a complete beginner, it's not trivial to know what exactly is the first thing they should learn about the game. And if someone is a legend player, it's not obvious to tell what they need to know uh, to get better. That's very player-specific. So it's just, it's really not a trivial problem. you i guess that's, that's definitely a good point especially yeah i guess like analyzing their like pinpointing what level they're at is pretty tricky too kind of i guess a quick interview kind of helps yeah but you have an hour right yeah, <laughs> the exactly. hour for coaching. well you can if you so choose to like y'all you know, give like a quick five minute interview beforehand but yeah that's what you're saying absolutely but that just comes down to preference and style um Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, so we get down to the hardest parts, and I guess what do you feel is the most, other than financial, or if it is the answer, um, what do you feel the most rewarding part of coaching is? It's not financial. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> not financial. It is, I, it is financial or no? I make uh, under a third of what I make on my other job when I'm coaching. Uh, I choose to coach because I've always done it. I've done, well, I, I, I've been a, I've been a chess coach, but I've done tutoring for school stuff before. I have I I have also coached Hearthstone. I I've always done it because it's really, 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 really enjoyable to feel like you're helping someone understand something. Like the, I really like getting someone like feeling a person understand is something that's very specific. And very fun. Uh, like it's actually pretty hard to understand because if you don't really do it, it's kind of tough to understand why it's so satisfying in a way. And that's why it can be hard to explain. But it's really, it's really something. And it's really, really fun. And I wouldn't really do something else if you see what I mean. Uh, I I don't know. It's it's something that I miss when I don't do it for a long time. That's cool. Yeah, I think. Um, okay, I mean, 
I, I immediately said it's not financial. It is financial in a way. Like it helps you live better. Uh, but oh yeah, it's not it's not the most important thing. Uh, I'm on the same page with Roman. I have a job forty hours per week. Uh, co- coaching and teaching is um, is something I do and I love. Uh, like I'm teaching in Greece because the whole economy is terrible. <laughs> you probably know for yeah. like. Uh, I have some students that they are in a terrible economical situation. I live in a place where actually things are pretty bad. There's like an unemployment rate of over 50%. I can't ask for more than like $7 per hour. I I, I don't feel right. And uh, this is like, I get $30 when I coach and when I teach math, I get seven, but I don't care because I love teaching math. Like it's, it's my life for many years and uh, I don't care. I like it's, it's fine. $7. Who cares? Like I love doing it. It's times uh, the hours go by and you enjoy it and it doesn't feel like work, which is really, really important. And uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with Roman there. Okay. Cool. So, I guess the next question is, if someone was aspiring to be a coach, what advice would you give them? Um, Personally, I think that if you want to be a coach, you have to first ask yourself, how relevant can you be to help someone? Like, it's really important if you want to be a coach that you actually learn to be a coach. Uh, it's something that's not trivial. Like a good player is not a good coach, like not naturally. And a a good a good coach has to be a good player, but a good player is not naturally a good coach. And that's a distinction that's really important. Uh, it's it's something that you have to kind of learn. Uh, you can't really. There's no real shortcut for that. So that's something a lot of people tend to struggle with. They just, oh, I should start coaching. And they just start offering like paid coaching. And I think it's important to spend time getting better at it because there are very few things that are more frustrating than a bad coach or a coach that doesn't understand what exactly you want to be doing. For example, that's why when uh, Faraz or FKA Shadow uh felt like he didn't do a good job of coaching. He felt so bad that he wanted to give free coaching to the person, right? Like, there is something that kind of breaks the the satisfying and fun part of coaching if you're not doing a good job. And when I was starting out, like, chess coaching, like, 10 years ago, I felt really bad sometimes because I didn't feel like I was doing a good job. And it took me a lot of time to get there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the first thing you must question yourself is, does it make you happy? Um, for me, it's one of the best feelings in the world, seeing my students grow, seeing uh, seeing them get better at hearts and at maths, whatever. Like, this is a really good feeling. I, I love it. I love it. So uh, I check that. <laughs> I have that. Like, you have to ask, do you enjoy or you're you're a person that you know, mostly wants to compete for himself. Like, you're a player. That's fine. That's fine. It, it's up to, to a person. Um, when you make that decision that, yes, you love coaching, you love teaching, you you love to, to do that, uh, you must stay for, uh, like, I don't know, maybe more than a month, like a few months, 
trying to understand the game you want to coach deeply, like literally deeply. You must start question all your decisions, your play, uh, the basics of the game. Uh, in, in, in the card game where we play, we, we both play, we all play here, uh, the tempo, value, everything, everything. When you deeply understand that and you're confident you can help someone, you start creating a lesson plan. Of course, there are a lot of technical stuff. But yeah, I would say the two most important thing is love to coach, deeply understand the game you coach. Okay, excellent. Well, understanding and love, I definitely get that. So, in the last four, last bits, I typically like to open the uh, four to questions. So if anybody has a question that they'd like to ask, now would be the time. So I'm going to leave that up, but while I'm leaving the questions up, I guess final thoughts are, I guess the could do a podcast question of the week. Um, I put this, I guess the best question would be, where do you think coaching exists in the realm of esports? And that is a broad question. But I guess it really comes down to what place, like, where does coaching fit in, I think, as you try to build a community, as you, you know, you'll have YouTube, Twitch, content creators, and then now you can have another realm of coaching. Is that, is that a necessary part of the puzzle? Is it becoming... As sports, as these games grow, as the content changes. Jim, hmm? uh, so sorry, I thought the question was over because you were taking breaks, but continue. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I was just like having pause and thought here, but I guess ultimately, in the big esports puzzle, is coaching becoming more of a necessity? Is it podcast question of the week? All right, so go ahead, Roman, ask your thoughts. Well, I would say that you have to look at games that have been around for a longer time if you want to think about what coaching occupies in terms of position in the environment of the game. And this is something that I always go back to chess because chess has been around for, what, like 3,000 years or something? And so it's like... 2,993 years more than League of Legends. Uh, so uh, I think that, especially chess, because chess is a competitive-oriented game, right? Chess is a very competitive game. It's basically the most competitive game of all because there's zero randomness, and it's not a refund to play if you're not very good at it and playing as a good player because, because you get super wrecked. And I feel like the more you go towards... The competition, the more your game feels like chess. And I feel like in chess, coaching is completely normal and very common. And it's actually really big. Like, there are many people who make their living in coaching chess. And it's something that's, com- that's seen as completely, completely normal. It's just how things are. And I just feel like a lot of people on the internet are not used to the idea of coaching games because that has only been around since like midway into the life of esports. Like I'm talking 2008 or nine. Like before that, coaching was pretty much non-existent, right? 
So yeah. that's not a long time ago. So obviously, I'm sure that in uh, 995 years before Jesus or something, people were surprised by people offering chess coaching. Before Jesus, like, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I think that's completely normal. And I feel like it's not a problem at all. Like, people will get used to the idea. And I don't see why that would be a problem of any kind. Obviously, things take time. And I think that's fine. I don't think there's any rush. And I'm willing to be patient. If I'm willing to live 3,000 years, I think I'm gonna, I can get some good coaching done before the end of that. I like it. Um, yeah, I have to. I have to agree with Roman. There, you must see the history of games, not just chess, other sport games as well. And coaching is a big part. It all comes down to a simple thing, actually. Um, you want to improve at something. You want to improve on an on a game. That means that you will have to put hours to improve. Thus, getting a teacher, a teacher uh, for uh, twenty bucks, let's say per hour will save you, like, let's say, it will save you more than 10 hours, mind if it's a good session. Do you value those 10 hours? Do you value them for that amount of money? If the answer is yes, then go ahead and, and grab coach. It will save you time. Um, you will get to your goal, which is to improve uh, into the game, into less time, pretty much. Uh, so I, I, I think esports coaching will be a thing, will be much bigger than it is right now. Uh, actually, uh, on Team Gamer Sensei, on Hearthstone, I think it's the time that there's like an official team coach uh, being there for a game like Hearthstone, which is a one-on-one play, because we are used to have team coaches into League of Legends and uh, Dota, into MOBA games, where there's like five people playing. But I think even into games like Hearthstone, Tesla, Gwent, one-on-one games, uh, coach coaching will be a huge thing. There's no question about it. Yeah. Excellent. I definitely think the evolution of coaching is growing. All right, so we have one meme question. Awesome. So for which which coast is best for concede meme decks? That's probably my specialty. Um, I don't want to brag, but when it comes to awesome concede meme decks, it, it's definitely gym class hero, yes. <laughs> gym class, I'm pretty, I like to say, I dare say, pretty stellar in that aspect of the, the game. The best by far. The thank best. you, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I, I concur with that statement 100%. You know, it's, uh, it's not easy doing conceding decks, but someone out here has to do it, and I gladly take that role on for the community because I'm just a good fellow like that. So it's that. But all right, I think that is it for the questions. Uh, let me double check one more time. I can see that. <laughs> nice. And all right, well, I'd like to thank my uh, my co-host, FKI Shadow, and Romanes for coming out rather early, especially with you being in <laughs> Greece, FKI. I'm sure that's uh, a bit of ways. What? Uh, uh, FKI is in Greece, so yeah, uh, I'm aware. But your, your, your time what's the problem? Time, his time zone. It's like super <laughs> early, I think. 
Not um, at all. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, it's a pretty good time zone. Guys, it's 6 p.m. Jib, have you ever looked at a map? <laughs> no, I don't look at maps. Actually, plot twist. Today you learned gym class Europe doesn't care for maps. Okay. <laughs> maps are for communists. <laughs> okay, sure. I'm from the country that I like to trump if that helps. Explain yeah, yeah. my thought process at all. <laughs> uh, so there's that. But just, uh, like, Europe is six to eight hours later than North America. All right. That's... Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> and, well, thank you for joining us. I'm glad the time worked out for you. Thank you, Romanes, for coming for, like, what, the fourth time? Uh, yeah, so am I in next week as well? Or are we uh, honestly, can, can, I just, can I just bring you honey tea again? And, um, well... Uh, I mean, like, this was not as fun as the last time. Last time we promised to post nudes if it is like, <laughs> like announced new tournament content. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. We did. That happened. I need this on my hand. Oh, I yeah. definitely agree. And <laughs> we promised to post nudes. I mean, that did happen. That, <laughs> that did, in fact, happen. Yeah. We did, in fact, promise to post nudes. So, tell you what, if 10 people can <laughs> request coaching, from any combination <laughs> from all three of us. Well, I'll post nudes. Oh, all definitely. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, I could post for less, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, I just want to post nudes for the hell of it, so that's always a good time. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. It was, it was a really good time. Yeah, thanks for joining us, man. It was definitely a blast. We doing this again sometime. Um, so, to uh, my guests, thank you, and to all the viewers, thank you for all. Again, this has been episode twenty-two of the Elder School Legends podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, as always, Gym Class Hero, and I love you. Goodbye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.